Hi-ho, Tudor-minded people. It's Philadelphia Carrie for Tudor Time Machine. The expression I share with you this week is Sally Forth. While I myself would never, ever desire to Sally Forth, I own to you I once did so. It was before I served my good Queen Bess as a lady-in-waiting. At the time I was but a bud, not yet a flower. As Tudor files may know, my father was the child of Mary Boleyn a woman of spotless virtue, yet some disgusting minkins insist she was once the mistress of King Henry the Eighth. Why, I ask you, do these minkins have such ire towards the Boleyns that they must heap dishonour on them all? I shall tell you my plight. On one dark day, men came to the castle seeking my father, for some believed him to be the natural son of Henry the Eighth. My brothers were away, and my father was ill. I saw those men through a window in the castle. Their faces were scowls, and they walked haughtily. I cannot deny I feared them. Henry's daughter, Mary, was fighting to take the throne. I believed these men to be her men, and that they sought to take my father. And so, though it was not a battle, I did sally forth, and with my words did Cuff those men, declaring, You beasts! I shall so maul you with my vicious eye! You shall think the devil is come from hell, you three-inch fools! And that sent them away. I can indeed be terrifying. We all must do what we must. Sally forth! How now, Tudor Files? What think you? If you're new here, I'm Gage. I'm Jessica. And we're here with Philadelphia Carey for Tudor Word of the Week. Don't miss a word and listen to the Tudor Time Machine Story Project. Jessica reads a chapter of Time's Riddle, and then my dear friends discuss the history behind the mystery. How diverting! So subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. And also on YouTube, Philadelphia has a new look. Oh, yes. My thanks to barber surgeon Master Mark. My teeth are quite lovely now, and my mouth is no noodle. Tell me your thoughts on my new visage. Well, I think you look absolutely fantastic, Philadelphia. Can you give us the spelling of Sally Forth, our word of the week? It is spelled S-A-L-L-Y-F-O-R-T-H. And in the 16th century, Sally Forth was a military expression, and it meant a sudden springing forth by a besieged troop to defend against attackers. So to sally forth was like what we might say to make a last stand? I think so. Oh, it is not a last stand. If one sallies forth, the intent is to win the battle. If one is in the unfortunate position of being besieged in a castle and one has simply had enough, one must leap out boldly, attack one's enemy, and the day is ones. And one. It's a pun. Well, it's a brave move, and you were very brave to meet those men. It is only a story, my dear Cage, I must confess it. But your father was the child of Mary Boleyn. That part is true. Indeed. And my lovely grandfather William was my father's father. Alas, I cannot claim with truth that King Henry was my grandfather. But then why do people think Mary Boleyn and King Henry VIII had an affair if her virtue is so spotless? And also, they suggest she had an illegitimate child. I mean, we 
pretty much know for sure about this sexual relationship between Mary Boleyn and Henry VIII because the king applied for a dispensation from the Pope in 1527 to enable him to marry Anne Boleyn. And in that dispensation, he had listed the impediment of, and this is a quote from the 1527 document, affinity arising from illicit intercourse in whatever degree even the first. So the impediment of affinity in the first degree meant that Henry had slept with a very near relation of Anne's, and that was almost undoubtedly Mary Boleyn, her sister. There's your proof, Philadelphia. Indeed, it is not proof. Those words could refer to Elizabeth Boleyn, the mother of the sainted Anne Boleyn, not to Mary Boleyn, her sister. You don't have to say Anne Boleyn was sainted just because you serve Queen Elizabeth. Oh dear, here we are in Tudor hell with everyone having the same name. Elizabeth, Mary, Anne, it's so confusing. It is, it's very confusing. <laughs> okay, but let's untangle this. It was probably not Elizabeth Boleyn, Anne's mother, who had an affair with the king, because we have a record that Sir George Throckmorton said to King Henry, quote, I told your grace, I feared if ye did marry Queen Anne, your conscience would be more troubled at length, for it is thought ye had meddled both with the mother and the sister, to which the king, in typical bro style, replied, never with the mother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the whole thing is pretty creepy, but if it's not the mother that Henry VIII was with, the document indicates that it is her sister, Mary Boleyn. And Philadelphia, that's your grandmother. So for something that happened more than 500 years ago, this affair is pretty well documented. Perhaps they did have an affair, but my father never claimed to be the bastard child of King Henry, nor did he crave such a title. I must sally forth and defend my family against your disparaging your forward voice is to speak well of all, yet your backward voice is to utter foul speeches and to detract. It is not. It is simply to look at the historical facts as we have uncovered them. My father had a legitimate birth. His father was William Carey, and his mother was Mary Boleyn, and the two were married when my father was born. And my Queen Elizabeth, made William her bodyguard. He was a man of honour. I am not the daughter of a bastard. My six brothers and seven sisters are not illegitimate. Peace. You may find this unbelievable, but whether your parents are married or not, and exactly when you're born, it's just not a big deal now. Nay, you know I am quite a friend of my father's illegitimate son, Valentine. He is a fine clergyman. Oh, you make my head spin. And Philadelphia, your grandmother, Mary Boleyn, did have a big heart because after your grandfather died, she married another man, another William, William Stafford this time, who accompanied Anne Boleyn and Henry VIII to Calais. And that's where they met. And she must have really adored him because with Anne's position, Anne could have arranged a very powerful marriage for Mary. It's hard to think on it. For William Stafford was a mere gentleman and a second son. Why would Mary Boleyn do such a thing? Her love. 
They were married in 1534, and they didn't have the approval of the king, so they were banished, of course. And it's said that she was pregnant when she married him. But where is the child, dear Gage? There is no child from the affair with this mere gentleman. The children are from her marriage with a noble. My father, William Carey, is from a marriage with a noble, because noble men have strong seed. That is not true. You know that is not true. Strong seed or not, things didn't go well for the lovebirds. King Henry banished them, and the Boleyns disowned them, and they had no money. But they stayed together, and when Mary went to Thomas Cromwell to ask for a position or some sort of relief, she didn't regret the marriage. She said she might have had a wealthier husband, and this is a quote, but never one that should have loved her so well, nor a more honest man. And she went on, I had rather beg my bread with him than to be the greatest queen in Christendom. And I believe verily he would not forsake me to be a king. And I think Mary Boleyn, having seen what happened to her sister Anne, who married a king, maybe thought she was doing pretty well. That's true. But still, it's a pretty amazing and romantic thing to say about someone you're married to. I mean, I hope they were really happy. All's well that ends well. Because Mary Boleyn's children from her first marriage were not poor and untitled. My father was a favourite of my Elizabeth I, and she made him Baron Hunson, and gave him Hunson Castle. She did indeed. And he was a patron of Lord Chamberlain's men, Shakespeare's company, so he also had excellent taste, your father. Philadelphia, I think your father did sally forth in the way we use it now. Because now we use sally forth to mean leaving a safe place or a safe position to do something scary or difficult, but doing it with confidence. And it's a pretty uncommon expression, but I really like the idea of it. I wish all Tudophiles to sally forth into life. So give heed, bring some 16th century source to your vocabulary with sally forth. Listen in next time. Don't miss a word. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. Music